Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jen Fry, Vision Council for Vision, Vision Council Member for the Organization of Nature Evolutionaries, and I'd like to welcome you to joining us today for this teleseminar. This is our series called Becoming a Nature Evolutionary, and this series is focused on oceans. Our talk today is on sea turtle, primordial grace, timeless wisdom, liminal guide with Susan Drafen. Drafen, sorry, Susan. Um, this call is recorded, and it will be available along with all of our other teleseminars on our teleseminar page on our website, natureevolutionaries.com. During this talk, Susan will share her wisdom with us and lead us on a journey to experience sea turtle. We will have time at the end for questions or sharing, and at that point, if you would like to say something, please press star five, and I will call on you. And I will repeat that again at the end in case you forget or, you know, enjoy your journey with sea turtle. Um, so it's my great pleasure to introduce Susan, who's just this wonderful, beautiful beam of light, and we're so grateful to have her share uh, her wisdom with us today. Susan was initiated into the unseen realms in childhood. Susan maintains her relationships with the multidimensional plant, creature, fairy, and cosmic allies in service to unifying the living worlds. She is a nature and an animal intuitive and vibrational essence specialist who helps clients of all species awaken to the magnificence, purpose, and divinity. In her practice, Susan draws on skills from her advanced academic degrees, previous career as a diagnostic medical clinician and counselor, holistic healing arts training, and esoteric Celtic spirituality studies. Susan founded a project called Messages from the Wild Ones, which ran from 2011 to 2012, engaging with the over-soul consciousness of endangered wild species to hear their perspectives and requests for humanity in the context of the shift of the ages. She is currently developing a line of essences with native plants and places in the sacred Ojai Valley of Southern California, where she resides with her human and feline family. So again, it's my great pleasure to welcome Susan. And Susan, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Jen, so much for that lovely and generous uh, introduction. I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate um, being invited to present um, something with Sea Turtle. And Sea Turtle is very much here. I'm pretty much going to be um, a mouthpiece for Sea Turtle today. Um, to just kind of give you an overview, um, we're going to touch uh, briefly on the evolutionary history and um, the species status and a little bit about uh, mythology. And then um, I do have a message uh, for our group from Sea Turtle. And then at the end of our call, she, would, she will lead us on a meditation journey. So there is a lot of information available about sea turtles online. Um, many people feel very enamored and interested in them. So I'm not going to focus too much on the science today. But this is a really perfect time, I feel, to connect. We're in the wake of that beautiful full moon in Cancer. And so sea turtle being a water creature who's archetypally aligned with the Earth Mother is really a wonderful, wonderful emissary to speak with us today. And I thought I would begin by just 
sharing some opening thoughts about her. And I do tend to think of Sea Turtle as feminine. Um, and there's a number of reasons for that probably. Of course, there are masculine sea turtles as well. But she has a very feminine energy. So I'm just going to refer to her as a her and a she uh, when I talk about her today. So I first met my own sea turtle guide as a helper when I was developing my animal communication skills. And she was indeed very helpful to me because that was a time when I needed to strengthen my intuition and bring it into balance with my left brain, pa left brain patterns, which were very, very well established from um, a number of years in academic settings and scientific research and so forth. But it wasn't until the messages from the Wild Ones Project that Jen mentioned that I really began to perceive the depth and the breadth of sea turtles' gifts and service. That project was one in which our group spent a month engaging with each particular endangered species in whatever ways we found natural or beneficial. So we learned about them, some of us visited them, we did meditations, we uh, told stories or read them, we created art, we shamanic journeyed. And in the process of spending an entire month with Sea Turtle, I, my eyes were really opened as to her um, task on Earth and the many, many gifts that she has to offer. In my view, at this particular time that we're in in this world, Sea Turtle can be especially enlightening and supportive for us and for all of life. She holds the long view, way longer than most humans or other species currently living. And she possesses ancient wisdom and heightened awareness that are very relevant right now when time is accelerating and the potential for catastrophe is unprecedented on our planet. We stand at the brink of change, as I'm sure everyone listening is aware. We're at the end of one era, but we're not yet fully entered into the next. And so we're in a natural period of chaos. And yet this is also a time of rebirth. So as most of us already understand, chaos and sometimes avoid will precede rebirth and birthing new conditions. So as we stand on this threshold facing circumstances that far exceed familiar limits and comfort zones, it seems to me that Sea Turtle can really be of particular help. She has experienced the comings and goings of ages on Earth before. She excels at navigating deep waters. She remembers sanctuary and how to find it. And she is very experienced and skilled at stepping through gateways, both literal and subtle, seen and unseen. It is the nature of sea turtles to inhabit the between places. Transcending perceived limitations often requires shifting our perspectives and beliefs. And sea turtle species have survived through time not only by remembering what is known and sustainable for them, but also by finding within themselves the ability to transform in response to changes in the living world they inhabit. They exemplify incredible commitment in the face of all that is wrong in their worlds, while being able to change their patterns and being willing to change even in extreme ways, they remain dedicated and focused on their essential purpose. From what Sea Turtle has shown me, 
I believe that she holds the quantum universe in her oversoul consciousness. Sea turtles are able to operate outside of time and space. They access guidance from the stars while navigating their earth journeys. They seem to know on some level that they're dreaming the consciousness that is dreaming up life. Similarly to some of the plant allies that many of us work with, sea turtles are creature dreamers. They embody the very nature of cosmic creativity. And the reality is that we're all dreamers. And hopefully we can wake up to our own capacities for conscious co-creation by aligning our attentions and our actions as we flow with the living forces in our world. One of the things that Sea Turtle has shared with me is that they spread peace and love. There are two essential qualities. Their peace and love for the Earth Mother as they navigate their trails in the oceans. The images I receive from them look really similar to the ley lines that are underneath the surface of the Earth. Those patterns of positive energy flowing through the seawaters and connecting to power places on the land's edge in various places around the globe. And to me, this is the primordial grace of sea turtle. They know who they are. They know why they're here. And they're able to flow with what is as they participate in the creation of the living world from the inside out. And as we dig deeper, we can begin to understand how sea turtles may offer us access to the deep mysteries hidden in the undersea kingdoms and the between places where sea and land meet and where magic happens. In terms of evolution, sea turtles are some of the true ancients of our planet. They are our oldest living reptiles. They first uh, were traced um, back to a turtle-like creature about 260 million years ago. And fossil records have dated direct sea turtle ancestors to between 220 and 245 million years ago. By over 100 million years, sea turtles predate the evolution of flowering plants, which generated the explosion of mammal and insect diversity on Earth. The seven species of sea turtles still extant today represent a direct lineage from their ancestors of about 110 to 120 million years ago. In contrast, the humans' ancestors date back about 6 million years, with our modern forms appearing only about 200,000 years ago. Some specialists believe that the height of sea turtle evolutionary change was accomplished very rapidly at a time when our planet was dominated by terrestrial, marine, and avian reptiles rather than by mammals. They coexisted with dinosaurs, but they evolved through two waves of Mesozoic era mass extinctions that affected approximately 95% of life forms on Earth, as well as surviving the subsequent ice age. So modern sea turtles um, inhabit all oceans worldwide except the polar regions. They inhabit all warm and temperate waters throughout the world, nesting on tropical and subtropical beaches, and they migrate hundreds, sometimes thousands of miles between nesting and feeding grounds. They live year-round in the waters, 
And while male and juvenile sea turtles don't return to shore once they've taken to the sea, females emerge to big nests and deposit their eggs, often on the same beaches where they were born. In a single season, they may create three or four nests with up to 100 eggs in each because there's a very low survival rate due to predation and the strenuous nature of the young one's lives. So thousands of eggs may produce only a handful of sexually mature turtles. There's a very touching poem that was written by a young man um, after seeing leatherback turtles nesting on the beach in Costa Rica. He called his poem Playa Grande Beach. As though the weight of a thousand generations had been laid across its back, the black form rose between the waves, pulling itself onto midnight sand. In the absence of light, the Costa Rican heavens fell upon the shore, illuminating the leatherback sea turtle in her quest up the beach. The ancient creature turned, eyes to her home, and with laborious alternating strokes, dug her back flippers into the ground, cupping the sand and hurling it in a shower to either side. Then three feet later, the digging stopped and I crawled forward, sand clinging to my palms and knees, a wet spherical egg dropped into the womb of the earth. I watched as every chance at life was given up to the earth by the mother, 88 chances for the race to survive, 88 prayers in the face of extinction. Nest completed, I touched her soft shell as she crawled back to the ocean, her path ingrained in my mind. This poem was written quite a long time ago, but the six out of seven subspecies that exist in the US today are all in either threatened or critically endangered. The one not listed as endangered is categorized as vulnerable. There is a seventh subspecies uh, that lives only in Australia and New Guinea called the flatback. And I'm not gonna talk about them, but I'm just gonna name the other six species so that we're calling in their energy for the rest of our conversation today. There are six uh, subspecies in the Chelonidae genus, and those are the hawksbill, the green sea turtle, the flatback, the loggerhead, the Kemp's Ridley, and the olive Ridley. They all have shells of hard scutes, as they're called. And then there's only one species in another genus, genus called Dermochilis. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, that is the leatherback sea turtle, and it is the largest, and it has black, rubbery skin. Threats today to the sea turtle, the biggest threat is from the fishing industry, both in bycatch and entanglement in the long lines. But there's also habitat, habitat loss due to oil spills and resort and other development. Coastal development causes confusion with the lights because sea turtles follow the moon and stars reflections off the waves to make it back to sea after laying their, after laying their eggs. So when there's extra lights on the beach during nesting season, um, the hatchlings can get confused and run in the wrong direction toward the lights or the roads. 
There's pollution, the toxic waste, marine debris, entanglement, and ingestion of foreign bodies in the water. The oil coats their eyes, so they lose the ability to cry away the excess salt, and respiration becomes difficult. There's also a, a tumor-producing disorder that is presumed to be a type of herpes virus. It has worldwide circumtropical distribution and is now considered a pandemic with infection rates above 70% in some areas. There are boat and ski jet injuries to sea turtles because they rise, uh, they, they breathe air, so they, they swim and they can be submerged for long periods, but they do come up for air. Um, and it's, it, Interesting to note that a relaxed turtle can stay underwater easily for 40 minutes to up to five hours, but that turtles under distress can drown within a couple of minutes. Turtles are also harvested for consumption, both eggs and meat, and there's a black market for the shells and also for um, medicine and for divination, which is a very old Asian practice. I want to read one more really beautiful uh, turtle that speaks to the um, threatened status. And this is written by Barbara Garrison, who's a conservationist. She called it Coretta's Return. It's, uh, it's um, about a turtle named Rosita, who's a loggerhead, who was part of an international research study done, uh, I want to say, in the mid-1990s, probably. Um, with uh, researchers in Japan and Mexico who were trying to um, ascertain if it was true and if so, how the loggerheads managed to migrate all the way from um, the coast of Mexico to Japan between their nesting and their um, feeding grounds. And in fact, they do. And two of the turtles were tagged and kept in, capti in captivity for six to 10 years. And they were followed by the researchers all the way back from Mexico to Japan. So here's Barbara's beautiful poem. Rosita clearly had an agenda, moving west 12 miles a day from, ba from Bahia de Los Angeles on the, of, on the Sea of Cortez equatorial current southern and northern in a clockwise gyre marked by man for her own good labeled and tagged against further entanglements seven years a captive biding her time turning from his hand she languished listless and slow refusing the lobster and the soft-shell crab swimming slow desperate circles with her eyes closed until one night, tiring of it all, he left her on a beach near Punta San Miguel, saying he was not drunk, swearing he heard her say, my name is Coretta, Coretta, which is the um, name for loggerhead. And she shuffled into the sea like a geisha. Summer ended, Antonio went away, back to Arizona in the university where they say he got low grades trying to forget the years with her, the indifference in her eyes, how nothing he did was ever enough. He took to drinking sake and ginseng tea at the Japanese friendship garden alone, no friends, somewhat troubled by dreams of mermaids, turtles, and sand. He tried meditation and studied Asian art 
and worked at the 99-cent store, saving his fare to Baja, where he lived in a shack by the sea. One day, he burned his papers, the research and the reports, the application to the U.S. Fish and Game, the sightings and the counts, disappearing into sand like a tortoise. There is so much that's mysterious about sea turtles even today because they do live their entire lives in the water other than when they're nesting and laying their eggs and when they first hatch. So there are, it's not surprising that there are so many myths and legends between how ancient they are and um, how mysterious they remain. They are important symbols in the mythologies of many indigenous cultures around the world usually representing creation, longevity, and wisdom. Even Wikipedia defines them as charismatic megafauna who symbolize environmentalism, pointing out that they personify water, the moon, the earth, time, immortality, and fertility. For many Native American peoples, North America is referred to as Turtle Island. Various traditions hold the turtle as upholding the world on its back as part of their creation myth, and they view the world as riding on the back of a giant turtle swimming in the sea. Through the symbol of the primal mother, turtle unites the elements of water and earth as represented by her two homes flowing harmoniously with life. Jamie Sams states, in Native American teachings, turtle is the oldest symbol for planet Earth. It is a personification of goddess energy and the eternal mother from which our lives evolve. We are born of the womb of the earth, the sea, and to her soil, our bodies will return. In honoring the earth, we are asked by turtle to be mindful of the cycle of give and take, to give back to the mother as she has given to us. The ancient Mexicans ranked the turtle next to the goddess of flowers, while the Toltecs believed their ancestors rode on the backs of turtles and crossing the sea to arrive on the continent of South America. Greek mythology credits Apollo with creating the first lyre by stretching strings across the shell of a sea turtle who had given all for his music. In Sufism, the hatching and turn of baby turtles to the sea is a symbol of returning to God through God's guidance. The turtle is also a fundamental figure in Asian mythology and religions, where in China, the turtle shell formed the vault of the heavens and a square underside was a symbol for earth. And in this tradition also, turtle magic helps us unite heaven and earth within our own life as it represents the blessings of both. There are also myths about how the turtle shell inspired the development of the Yi Ching divination system and about ancient Chinese cultures in which priestesses read turtle shells to divine and envision. These were thought to be myth mythological cultures until scientific research actually revealed their presence in history. I love the phrase, turtles all the way down. It's a pretty famous quote um, around the story known since the early 20th century, which um, speaks to the circular cause and consequence against the belief of a creator God. And um, 
Stephen Hawking put a version in his uh, book, A Brief History of Time, which starts, a well-known scientist, some say it was Bertrand Russell, once gave a public lecture on astronomy. He described how the Earth orbits around the sun and how the sun in turn orbits around the center of a vast collection of stars called our galaxy. At the end of the lecture, a little old lady at the back of the room got up and said, what you have told us is rubbish. The world is really a flat plate supported on the back of a giant tortoise. The scientist gave a superior smile before replying, what is the tortoise standing on then? Oh, you're very clever, young man, very clever, replied the old lady, but it's turtles all the way down. I just love that. And so I'm not the only modern sea turtle lover. There's a famous, famous man called Archie Carr, whose book is just marvelous if anybody's that interested. He was the father of conservation through his lifelong love of sea turtles. And when asked why he was so interested in them, he answered simply, I just like the look on their faces. There's an old, wise, sort of durable, aboriginal look about turtle that just fascinates people. So the mythology that surrounds sea turtle really does speak to their metaphysical gifts. Um, they are magically timeless wise guides who can lead us into the still waters within and around us. They teach us how to go with the flow of life. They remind us where home is in our bodies and in the world. They help us to know our place and purpose. They can connect us to other realms and dimensions that are invisible to our five sensory systems. And they can lead us to our own soul wisdom and truth so we can bring our gifts out into the open air and light. They remind us to bury our, our concepts and develop our ideas before bringing them into the light. They help us connect to the power of earth, trusting abundance will follow. They help us learn how to ground our energies and intentions and then flow for completion and success. They are affiliated with longevity, patience, reflection, timelessness, antiquity. Their 13 segments on their shell have associations with representing the lunar year as well as female moon cycles per year with the 28 smaller segments representing the days between new moons and female cycles. They have grandeur, nobility, and wisdom. They teach survival strategies, including self-protection and boundaries, grounding, flow, home within, navigation, journeying and returning home, manifestation and abundance, and heightened supersensory abilities, including clairaudience, telepathy and clairvoyance. Spiritually, they can teach us that the way to heaven is through the earth or by unifying heaven and earth. And they remind us to slow down, heighten our awareness, and not be separated from our inner guidance system. So I have a sea turtle guide, as I mentioned, and um, I asked her if she might 
have a message for our particular group that was going to be meeting today, and that includes anyone who might um, decide to listen to the recording later. So I'm going to go ahead and um, speak her words to all of you. Readings from the realm of the sacred seas, where the eternal tides align with cosmic wisdom and holy waters nourish all of life. Your collective knows about co-creativity and exploring your own true nature. This is who you are and what you are here to do. And so we are not so different from one another, despite appearances. You are way showers also, as you seek to awaken and fulfill your roles as stewards for our shared planet. You endeavor to remember your true self, to recall your sacred gifts and service to the world, to fulfill your responsibilities for all of life. You spend your days and nights seeing the holy in the outer world and in yourselves. And so I do not need to teach you these things that my nation teaches many people. Your efforts do not go unnoticed or your requests unheeded. My kind honors and appreciates you more deeply than you can know. What I want to do today is to remind you that the natural world wants to support you also. Yes, yes, I know. You are grateful for all you receive from nature. You are those who don't need to be reminded to give thanks and blessings for what is so freely given. And yet, I hope to help you to remember to receive deeply, to nourish your soul in all aspects of yourself each and every day. It is only in receiving that we can keep on giving. The deeper the exchange, the more generous and all-encompassing the abundance for all. Receiving with each breath and offering with each breath restores balance. Balance for us as individuals, balance for our families, and balance for everyone everywhere. What my nation offers the world is peace and harmony. We exemplify going with the flow. Rather than getting caught in resistance, we deepen our embodiment of what we desire to be. To be what we wish to see in the world, not all must change. Some of us are already that which we envision. We need only to know and offer our own true nature. Even in this perilous time, this is all that is required, provided we do so with integrity, dedication, and strength while remaining open to changing within as the world may require us to do. You too carry your true home with you in the flame of your holy heart that is one with all of life. The earth is your home, home for all of us, green growing beings, all creatures great and small, the waters and the winds and the stone nations. While source is infinite, earth's resources are not. There are many layers of falsity driving current clamor and excess. Truth risks becoming more and more submerged. Your inner voice, that still point of wisdom within you, needs more nourishment and more attention than ever before. It used to be enough for me to say to humans, hone in on your path, 
and cease the distractions of momentary losses and gains. Enter the flow of life and harmony in your being, and peace will naturally manifest for all. But in this critical time, my time-tested advice is no longer sufficient. I have seen eras come and eras go. Every living light and life leaves a vibrational imprint in the world and returns to the boundless cosmos. It is essential that we each evolve in response to what is occurring externally, not in violent reaction to it, but with deeper responsive change that matches the change occurring in the outer world. The forces between humanity and nature are being pushed to the brink. People may still carry their beloved homes with heart homes within them, but many are losing their physical homelands and wandering into new territories, which are inhospitable. So too, we are losing our nesting grounds and food resources, finding our oceanic homelands toxic and cluttered with dangerous debris as we encounter previously unknown perils. We must all join together Each of us who is conscious and able must actively work to invent and co-create new ways of interaction and engagement with each other and with the natural world. All of life must be in unity toward a renewed state of homeostasis for all of creation. We must call upon all available powers to harmonize the forces of land and sea, of moon and sun, starlight and the earthlight, that is the core of our planetary home. Along with other creature nations, we call upon humanity's cooperation, insight, creativity, and species power. We hope and pray that you will not hear us in despair, but hear us and rise up to your highest capacities. We are all children of the earth who belong here, and we each have a purpose in the here and now. Those who destroy the natural world, whether by choice or ignorance, must be helped to understand the realities of our unified, interdependent living planet. We must enlighten them. It is time now for all to awaken. And this requires new tactics and fresh inspiration. We beseech you to allow your internal truth to steady you as your compass shows you the way forward in the outer world. Here are our suggestions based on our ancient wisdom and also what we perceive of what is happening today. In the face of your tumult, find your center. Maintain peace. Cultivate beauty. Listen to the divine. Sing the songs in your heart. Embrace love. Dig deep. Protect the waves of balance giving and receiving. Rest in the soft darkness of night and bask in the warmth of the sun. Enter the depths of the waters, allowing your feelings to flow freely so you may be set free. Trust the moon and the tides to guide you on your way. You are here for a reason. Find your inspiration in the starry night sky and honor it with all that you are. As mothers focus intensely and cry out when birthing their babes, 
Give your most important purpose all of yourself that you possibly can. We see turtles continuously traverse the earth within and upon the edges of her womb, tracing existing patterns of harmony to affirm and strengthen our planetary home in hopes of saving our world. Please join us in embodying peace for the glory of all creation and in seeking new paths of healing and co-creativity. We honor your service, past, present, and future. We pray that we will all find the capacity to flow forward with newfound grace. Let your holy heart lead you onward and know that we are with you in the deep silence and infinite peace that we share. All right, so with that, my sea turtle guide um, created a meditation, and together we're going to lead that now. So here we go. We invite you to ground yourselves. Feel your connections to earth and deepen them. If you would like to, you may also open your connections to your higher mind and the celestial realms above. Tense and then relax any muscles you may notice, feeling the heaviness of your body being supported and embraced by the gravity of our beloved earth. Center yourself by dropping your attention down into your heart space. Take a few breaths from your center. Simply notice and follow your inhales and exhales. No need to alter your breath. Just notice and follow, releasing thoughts of the discussion and the rest of the day. Inhaling quietude, peace, and love. Breathe in, breathe out. Now simply imagine that you are standing on a path that you can sense leads to a beach. It can be a place you know and love, or an imaginary place you've never been that appears before you. The path is sandy, lined on either side by tall grasses swaying softly in gentle wind. There is a knoll ahead, and while you can't see over it, you sense the movement and spaciousness of water on the other side. Following the path forward, you feel the warm sand between your bare toes the soft flowing breezes caressing your skin and hair. You smell the salty tang in the air. Ascending the knoll, you reach the top where the vista opens to a boundless sea stretching all the way to the horizon and as far as you can see in any direction. You breathe in deeply now, allowing the marvelous sea air Refresh your lungs and clear your head. 
you see the waves lapping gently on the shore and feel guided to approach the edge, that place where water and land meet. Sitting down in the warm sand at the water's edge, you gaze out at the immense expanse of sparkling light as the sun or stars overhead reflect on the surface of the water. Allow your gaze to soften and use all of your senses to hear, see, and sense the gentle flow of the tidal energies before you. As you relax more deeply, you begin to notice a form moving through the waves. Keeping your gaze soft, you wonder. The form is moving slowly but steadily toward you with powerful and intentional strokes. Now you can see more clearly. It is a sea turtle, massive and yet easily buoyed up in the power of the water. She slows and you feel her, feel her beckoning to you. You sense a stirring in your heart, a calling to follow her. And so you step into the water, feeling its coolness settling into your body as you slowly submerge yourself and surrender to its support. You allow your feet to leave the land and begin to float, trusting Turtle to guide you. And then you begin to swim, taking easy, graceful strokes out into the sea. Keeping your eyes on turtle, you find that you are relaxed despite your movement. You taste the salt and you hear the echoes of the life in the womb of the sea. As you lull forward, you become weightless and relax more and more deeply. And then, with a backward glance to ensure you are following her, Turtle dives below the surface of the sea, and you know you must and can follow. You descend into her shadowy, watery world. Shafts of light here and there illuminate the rainbow hues of living forms. Tiny, bright colored fish darting here and there, undulating plants, shimmery plankton, coral beds, and radiant specks that look like stars floating in the water. The otherworldly beauty is silently mesmerizing. And then a starry implosion occurs, suddenly creating a rift in the ocean floor. Your guide plunges into its depths, and without hesitation, you follow her. She leads you into a sea temple. Here, the walls glow with crystals. Shell-encrusted seats invite you to sit. Mermaids and other magical creatures appear to welcome you. You have entered the realm of imagination, the universe that inhabits the sacred space between land and sea. Here, all is possible. It is a place out of time. There is no limitation. Each moment here is infinite. You too are eternal here, in touch with all you need to know. The place is at once familiar and hazy. 
like staring at yourself in a long, long ago form in an old photograph or recalling nearly forgotten memories. You know yourself and you know more than you think you do. Turtle glides up to you, commanding that you meet her gaze. She is love. She is peace. She is nurturing. And she sees your beauty and your perfection. Her eyes elicit memories of other times, other places, other lives, other forms. The depths of her being coaxes into your awareness all that you've been and all that you are. You feel oneness with all of life, drifting, feeling at onement with yourself, with turtles, with the seas and the stars, with heaven and earth. You may glimpse other lifetimes or other dimensions, or you may simply relax into the magnificence that bathes the sacred place. Relax and drink in what arises for you. Gradually, you may find yourself remembering an idea you have to share at this time on earth. Reaching deep within yourself, you may gain a sense of your divine plan and soul calling flickering in your holy heart. Like the pull of the tides in response to Sister Moon, you sense your innermost being or direction, born of your eternal nature and shining now in your mind, attuned within, inviting what is awaiting your attention to make itself known to you. You realize you are holding a special dream in your heart of hearts. It may be in the form of a wish or a map, a gift or an inspiration or a visionary service. It may be something intended for Mother Earth or for her waters or for some of her living residents, the creatures, the plants, the trees, the stones, the elementals or the elven ones, the humans or ancestors, or something for all of life. 
this dream is an offering from your heart and soul to life on earth. It is a spark ignited by your holy heart's desires. You have seeded and nurtured and carried this dream forward with you, whether for eons or for just the last moment, it matters not. It is a dream born of your soul. It is your gift to your planetary home. Focus inwardly and embrace the wonder of this dream offering in your heart. And now sea turtle comes and tells you it is time to return to shore, to birth your dreams into present time reality. She will show you the way. She will take you home. As you bid goodbye to those you have met here, they invite you to return to Sea Temple again and again for inspiration and guidance whenever you wish. They bless your dream and promise to hold it sacred as you and Turtle ascend together out of the rift in the seafloor and into freely flowing waters once again. It is a long journey back to the shore from the once upon a time place where your dream arose in the sea of your own heart. And yet the flowing waters carry you and your sea turtle friend effortlessly. She knows you are becoming weary. So she holds you aloft on her steady back as you cradle your sacred dream in the chalice of your heart of hearts and you glide together toward home. You are amazed at how close the celestial realms are overhead from where you sit on the magic of her shell. Then with a few final breaths and strokes, you arrive at the shore and step off of her back and onto the sand. As you emerge from the lapping water and feel once again your own weight and presence, you know you are on holy ground. It is time to birth and release your sacred dream. The world is waiting to receive your gift and vision. So with sea turtle as your witness, you open your palms and find an ethereal rainbow bubble enfolding your dream. You trust that its shimmering truth will expand and open out into the world in perfect timing and grace 
activated by the warmth of the sun and cool light of the moon and stars. And so you gently and lovingly plant your sacred orb in the radiantly golden sand of the new earth. Blessing it one final time, you turn to say farewell for now to Sea Turtle. She assures you she will return to you if you call her. She tells you her name, and if you don't hear it in this moment, you, find, you will find that you know it if ever you reach out to her again. You feel such deep gratitude to her for her guidance and support that you are without words, and yet she knows. She feels completely the depth of your heart and soul, and she fully drinks your beneficent feelings in, deep, deep into her own being. She conveys that she will carry your love and gratitude with her always, adding it to the immeasurable love of the sea to nourish all within its depth. She turns and with just a few steps enters her timeless home, slowly merging with the seawaters and sending waves of love back to you in her wake. Know that already your dream is being transmitted to the luminous heart of the one, joining with the music of the spheres and the lapping shore waters, resounding to the timeless realms, uniting ancient and future memories, and harmonizing with the cosmic call toward the perfection of all life on earth and beyond. And so it is. So may it be. Aho. Now, knowing you may hold fast to your memories and experience, it is time to return. Turn and face the knoll rising behind you and step onto the sandy path toward home. Bring your attention to the land beneath your feet, the skies above, this time and this place. And as you feel ready, come fully present. Open your eyes, dip some water, and stretch your body. Welcome home. Thank you, Susan. This is Jen again. Oh, you're so welcome, Jen. Thank you. I'm hoping everyone's returned from that beautiful journey. If we have a few minutes, if there's anybody who would like to ask a question or share about their journey or make a comment, um, please press star five and I will call on you. And in the meantime, um, I also say that we welcome your reflections and sharings from today's journey with Sea Turtle. Uh, Susan asked specifically that there be a way for people to share this if they like. And I think the easiest way to do that is if you would email us. Um, and our email is nature 
evolutionaries1, the number one, at gmail.com, which you can also find us on our website. And so please feel free to share you know, writings, drawings, um, poems, whatever comes from your soul from this journey today and share it on our email. And with your blessing, then we can share it to our blog or Facebook um, or possibly even in a newsletter. So I'm looking. Does anybody have any questions or thoughts? Again, you can press star five if you'd like to say anything. Alicia, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. I just wanted to say thank you to Susan. It was such a beautiful um, hour that we just spent. I feel enveloped, Susan, in your mm-hmm. energy and love of sea turtle. And um, that guided meditation at the end was so, so sweet. I um, I remembered and felt such a strong connection with a dear woman and um, um, water sister that I haven't thought of in a while. So. I just wanted to say thank you. And I also wanted to ask you um, if you maybe have something to share with us around um, what you might do daily. Like I'm wondering if you have like sea turtle altar or special practices or things in your daily life that you might share with us to stay in good connection. Yeah, sure. Um, Well, you know, I think whatever comes... Um, easily to most of us is what's best for each of us Um, because lots of times we feel like we have to struggle to make something happen. Um, But I have found in my experience a sea turtle is um, really easy uh, as a guide. You know, she's really old. She's watched humanity appear on earth and evolve, you know, so she kind of thinks of us Mm -hmm. as her children and I think that a lot of us find it very easy to call on her. Um, my sea turtle's name is Merope, like the mm-hmm. star in the Pleiades. And um, she um, welcomes you to call upon her if that would help. And the other thing is that I find, short, for me at least, shorter meditations more frequently are better than longer ones every once in a while because mm-hmm. it really helps me to fit it into my daily rhythm. So if I'm working intensively with a particular um, guide, I will usually sit down with him at least once a week for Mm -hmm. some period of time. And I find that, you know, um, if you have a sacred space in your home, even if it's just a small tabletop altar or a special chair that you sit in, um, it does help to get into the right frame of mind, you know, to more easily leave the mundane world behind and enter that that holy space if, if we develop um, a habit of doing it in a certain way or a certain location. Mm-hmm. And essences can be very helpful um, also just mm-hmm. basically for meditation or quieting the mind. But, um, you know, if you, there are some wonderful makers of um, creature essences now as well. So mm-hmm. um, we used those during the Wild Ones Project, and I think a lot of people found those to be very helpful. Okay. Thank you, Susan. 
Yeah, thank you for your question and your sharing. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Alicia. If there's anyone else who would like to ask a question or make a comment, please press star five. We maybe can do one more. Um, Susan, you mentioned about the essences. Are there a particular place or, or company you suggest going to? Mm. Well, you know, my favorite animal essences are made by Daniel Maple, and his company is called Wild Earth Essences. And um, uh, but I think the website is Animal Essences or something like that. But his name is Daniel Maple, M-A-P-E-L, and he was generous enough to donate the essences for our Wild One project. And he actually had to create a sea turtle in a condor essence, especially for that project because he hadn't made those. But he has a beautiful process. He makes them totally meditatively in a sacred space in the mountains where he lives. Um, so there's no animal parts or anything like that. Um, he doesn't even have to travel to where the animals may be living, but he doesn't have a sea turtle essence. Um, Sabina Pettit of um, Pacific Essences up in the Northwest, I can never remember if she, I think she's British Columbia. I can never remember if she's actually in Canada or I think she is. Anyway, um, maybe the islands out there, but um, she has a sea turtle essence and um, I haven't really used it. But if somebody is really keen on working with sea turtle, I have a little of the sea turtle essence left that Daniel made for my project. And um, you're welcome to contact me and request a bottle of that. Just send me an email. Thank you, Susan. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll close. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Um, yeah, anything else you'd like to say? Me? Yes, you. Um, <laughs> Well, I have this one little one sentence quote from John Muir that I really love, and um, it especially makes me think of sea turtles sometimes, so I'll just close with that. He, he said, I only went out for a walk and finally decided to stay until sundown for going out, I discovered, was actually going in. <laughs> yeah. And I just love that. It makes me think of... Um, you know, fairy stories and, and uh, the cat in the hat, Dr. Seuss. And it, but it's so true of sea turtle because as going out into the water, we really do go in, whether it's, you know, entering into our deeper own bodies or, or the world around us. So I think that's fitting. And I just, I appreciate this opportunity, um, Jen, and to the organization for, for um, welcoming sea turtle today. She loves to be shared. Well, thank you, Susan. That's one of my favorite quotes, first of all. But um, I want to <laughs> second, second what Alicia was saying, that for me, too, that journey was just, um, just so beautiful and full of love. And, you know, it's a good reminder that this is really the true essence of our world. And so um, mm -hmm. it's important to... Um, have these experiences, especially during times of great uh, tumultuousness that we're experiencing right now. So um, exactly, just that. and yes, thank you, Jen, for bringing that up. And I think it's important too. Sea turtles kind of tapping me on the shoulder, or whatever her equivalent would be, to say, you know, if anybody listened to this and you know didn't really get a clear sense of their dream during the meditation, not to worry that your subconscious created the dream. And when it's time for you to birth it out in the outer world, you will remember it. 
And by meditating with sea turtle and revisiting the temple and going through this process again, that will help you. But, you know, it's important not to judge or, or worry if it didn't come perfectly clearly the first time, because oftentimes it's sitting in the subtle realms in the subtle dimensions because it's not time yet to come into form. So it's all good. <laughs> Thank you, Susan. Thank you, Sea Turtle. Mm-hmm. Um, so for anybody who would like to get in touch with Susan, we will have her contact information on our teleseminars page, which is also where this recording will be. Um, her email, though, is Susan, S-U-S-A-N, at shiningspirits.net. And the, her website is www.shiningspirits.net. Again, these will be on our website. Um, and again, I want to remind you that we welcome your reflections and sharings from today's journey with Sea Turtle and that you can submit these to us by email. This We have one more teleseminar in this series on oceans, and this will be on February 12th, and it is Navigating Our Changing Oceans with oceanographer and meteorologist Carol Peace. And this teleseminar will also be at the same time from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The call-in number and access number are the same as this one, and that number is 1-800-309-2300. Five zero, and the access code is five seven seven one six two four. Starting in March, we will begin our new series and our new theme for the Organization of Nature Evolutionaries, which is Sanctuary Gardens. So we will be posting um, that schedule probably more towards the middle of February, um, and we hope that you will join us for that series. Also, um, as I mentioned. The recording for this will be on our website, on our teleseminars page, and you can find all of our past uh, teleseminars there, too. And if you enjoy today, um, please remember that it is your donations that allow us to do this program as well as all of our other programs and to particularly keep them uh, free. So please go to our website and make a donation. If you have not, if you're not part of our mailing list, I encourage you to join it. We have a monthly newsletter, and then we also send out reminders about our teleseminar. And our newsletter is focused around our current theme and just filled with articles and organizations and poetry and photos, all uh, with the intention of adding beauty and thought around these themes. Please also follow us on Facebook where you can get our latest updates. And again, um, in addition to the reflections on Sea Turtle, we also encourage your submissions to our newsletter um, in whatever format that is. Again, artwork, music, poetry, stories. Um, You can do all of this by emailing us at natureevolutionaries1 at gmail.com. And we also welcome your questions and comments. So I want to, again, thank all of you for joining us today and most importantly thanking Susan and Sea Turtle for joining us and leading us on this beautiful, beautiful journey. And I'm wishing you all love and peace and beauty in your life. So thank you and goodbye, everyone.